Welcome to the Make Your Mondays Awesome podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Jug. The purpose of this podcast is to help set you up for having an amazing, exciting, and most importantly, happy week by sharing stories, tips, strategies, and tactics that work. My belief is that you're designed to be extraordinary. Momentum plays a vital role in expressing how extraordinary you feel. That starts with making Monday the best day of the week, not the worst. What's going on? Um, <laughs> this is like take five. Um, and I know you don't care, but to me, I think that this is one of the most important podcasts that I've done, um, because I'm talking about truth and how, you know, something is true. And I got to this point, um, you know, by reading a, and it doesn't matter what I was reading. I'm not here to discuss the specific, the specifics. I almost said Pacifics like a three-year-old. Um, I'm just tired of reading bad information and half truths and lies um, online, you know, that people are repeating and believing that they're, that it's true with no context as to how they actually know that it's true. Uh, Growing up, the most important thing that my mom taught me um, was to use, use my mind, right? That was a lesson that I always, uh, that she always repeated. um, And it was something that stuck with me. And, you know, unfortunately, I believe that uh, that schools are not teaching this and I had to learn on my own. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, um, why is this important? Well, this is important because independent thought and using your own mind um, is a cardinal value of being a human. It's what makes you different in the animal kingdom, right? We're not fast. We're not strong. We don't survive, you know, in the wild very well. Uh, it's our minds that have gotten us to conquer nature and to get us into homes, into societies, into, you know, however many billion people are on the planet, which is, uh, which is amazing. And we're in a, in my opinion now, we're in a time where uh, I think on purpose, these things aren't being taught to people so they can depend on, you know, what the consensus or what the public has to say uh, versus what's actually true. So I'm not here to tell you what to think, uh, which is why this might be a, a dry podcast. And I apologize for that, but I don't apologize for that because my goal is to at least get you interested in this topic so you can start to dig further uh, and start to make up your own mind as a as an individual human being, not part of a, of a class or however they want to group us these days. So With all that being said, I'm going to try my best to, like I said, there's no possible way. This is like decades of of coursework and material here, but I just want to touch on it to get you thinking about it. So because, like I said, we're human and we depend on our minds to survive, this means that philosophy is key in our brains. So philosophy is the science that studies the fundamental aspects of the nature of existence. The task of philosophy is to provide us, humankind, with a comprehensive view of life. This view serves as a base, a frame of reference for all of our actions, uh, whether mental, physical, psychological, or existential. And our view tells us how to deal with the world. So there's five branches to philosophy, metaphysics, epistemology, ethics, politics, and aesthetics. Metaphysics is the branch of 
philosophy, the deepest branch, the most broad, uh, and the first one because it defines your view of existence. And I know that sounds way out there, but let me explain the three different views that exist. So in ancient Greece, uh, the two major players in philosophy, and they still exist to this day, more, they're more important in my opinion now than ever before, are Aristotle and Plato. The Aristotelian view of metaphysics is that nature is knowable, that what you see is what you get, that there's no surprises, that there's nothing hidden, uh, that everything is what it is, that everything is understandable, everything is knowable, and we can learn about our surroundings. Plato's view was that the truth or the real universe or however you want to say it, and again, I'm, I know that I'm butchering the actual, um, what the actual said it, but I got to summarize it, is that the true universe is somewhere else. Plato called it the world of forms. Um, you know, this is, this is the truth. And then we are just reflections here on earth. You know, what we're seeing and how we're interacting with this is just a reflection in the world of forms. Um, and then the third one, which is um, the more modern one, and unfortunately the most popular one nowadays, is Immanuel Kant or the Kantian view of metaphysics, which is that the truth is unknowable, that you know, it, it, we all have our separate perceptions of, uh, of the world and, and of the truth and of reality. So because we're all different and uh, we all perceive you know, it's like looking at yourself in a mirror, we'll never be able to truly understand the truth. And of course, you know, it cut and dry, that's what it sounds like. But the problem with this is that it's been mixed, right? So a lot of, a lot of people hold contradictory views. You know, they hold a little bit of Plato for one thing and then a little bit of Aristotle for another thing and then Kant for another thing. And because their views are contradictory, right? You can't... Um, you know, you can't think that the world is knowable and understandable in the realm of biology, but not think that it's knowable, and understandable in the realm of, of psychology or of something else, right? Like it's important that, and of course, this is Kant's thinking applied to metaphysics, right? The fact that you even would consider something like that means that we're all influenced uh, by Kant. So why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because the branch right underneath metaphysics is epistemology and the main topic for today. And epistemology is how we know, right? Like when we make a claim, how do we know that? How do we know that it's true? Where is it coming from? And with Aristotle, it's really simple. Aristotle is, is the father of science or the scientific method, right? And it makes sense because if the world is knowable and understandable, then if we quantify it and qualify it and we do certain things and we get the same results over and over and over again, well, we can say that that's true, right? I'm With Plato and Kant, that's not possible, right? With Kant, is it's exactly what we're seeing today, right? Today, uh, truth passes for if enough people say it or believe it, then well, it's got to be true, right? So if I can get enough people to believe my idea, right, and see it, quote, see it the, a certain way, then, then that must be true because most people believe that. And of course, that's a, that's a complete disaster, right? We, 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 I would hope we can at least understand that whether we believe in something or not, has nothing to do on how true or how untrue it is, right? So, you know, that would be like saying, well, I'm going to get the whole, you know, 
at the time, the saying was, well, 50 million, you know, 100 million Frenchmen can't be wrong, is, is the, the classic saying on this one. And of course they can be wrong, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter what a, what a society believes. Um, you know, if I can get enough people to, to not believe in gravity, we're still going to be affected by gravity, right? Because uh, truth, for me anyways, exists outside the realm of, of, of my opinion, right? So the issue today is that there's been a corruption of science. There's been a corruption of, of logical thinking and of reason into this, um, into these, these, these ideas where we think that, you know, it's the political consensus or if most people think this way, it's gotta be true, you know, and, and unfortunately it's up to us as parents now to create environments for our kids that we are teaching them these things, right? Because the way that school is structured, of course, school, the, the and again, this is a whole other topic and I forgive the, the briefness of this because I'm running out of time and I want to make sure I get all these ideas in. But school is, is uh, the father of modern education is John Dewey. Um, you know, and, and if you ever want interesting reading, just read John Dewey's philosophy on, on education and on thinking, right? He, it was, he, he believed that the, the job of school was to create skeptics. Right? And not people who are questioning, not people who are, um, you know, who would uh, who would would question somebody that comes along and says this is true because I th- I think, you know, debate and those ideas are super important. But w- the reason that there's so many skeptics and cynics is because how do you convince somebody? So, for example, if if I'm arguing with somebody about my opinion, right? How do, what where do we go from? I see the world differently than you. Right. If, if, if truth is nothing more than a perception, then how do we how do we argue and how do and, and how do we how do you convince me that my perception is wrong and your perception is right? With Aristotle, it's easy. Right. If, if, if it comes down to science and I believe a certain thing and then I run all of these experiments and the thing that I believe has never come up not even once, and the thing, your hypothesis is coming up time and time again, it's pretty safe to say I can abandon my hypothesis as a not true hypothesis, right? And it, it sounds so so logical and so reasonable when we're talking about it like this, but what we're seeing a lot of online now is junky science, and, and I mean like prestigious universities and people are attaching their names to these scientific studies or you know quote unquote unsigned or you know whatever you want to say it's not done really really well uh, and then because enough people are believing in these ideas these ideas are being passed as true and when these ideas aren't you know aren't actually showing up in nature in the way the world actually works you know and then what and now we can see uh, we can see the confusion and we can see the disillusion and we can see the disappointment and you can see a lot of what's happening in our modern culture. So what do we do and how do we protect you know, our children and how do we teach them correctly? Well, the first thing that we need to do is we need to teach our children how to think. You know, I, I even think just studying the basic branches of philosophy and learning what the great thinkers thought and the actual history of it is a good idea. Uh, understanding how we or how you have formulated your ideas, right? And even reading, like, so when somebody makes a claim, a good statement is, well, how do you know that, right? And, and, and we see this term thrown around 
a lot these days. Well, scientists are saying, okay, well, which scientists are saying and what do their studies actually say? Right? So a little bit of investigation is going to be necessary on our part. Uh, otherwise, we are just giving our power away to somebody who unfortunately could have it very, 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 very wrong. Right? And I, again, I'm going to stay away from the specifics because I'm not interested in giving you my opinion. That's not helpful. I am interested in, in teaching you how to get um, the truth for yourself. And remember, you know, guys, like this is important because I personally, I believe you need to be clear in your mind. Your thinking needs to be consistent. It needs to be tied to reality to make your life happy, purposeful, um, and to be able to live your best life. You know, I, I think a life lived in the dark where you're not necessarily sure what's true or you think that your perceptions are what, what's leading you to truth. Um, I don't think that leads, I don't think that leads to a very, very good life. So I'm super interested, you know, like I would be really grateful if you liked it or if you didn't like it uh, or if you hated it, I'd, you know, as long as you're kind um, and constructive criticism, I would love to hear what you thought about this episode. I kind of went out on a limb. Um, this is my way of, of, of doing what I think is right uh, to combat the, uh, the foolishness of, of what I'm seeing today. So uh, remember, you're designed to be extraordinary. Thanks for listening. It would mean a lot if you left me a review, particularly, you know, messaging me about this episode. If you made it this far, I'd be, it'd be miraculous if you did. Uh, have, an ama- have an amazing Monday uh, and I'll talk to you soon.